What is up, people? Thank you all for listening to another episode of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart. I'm filling in for EJ this week. Yes. Uh, yeah, Kendall, very excited, obviously. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> EJ will not be back. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, EJ, EJ uh, is, he's taking his uh, personal time, his time off yeah, you know. uh, from the podcast. You know, he's earned that, earned his vacation time. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, EJ's, EJ's off, uh, you know, doing other things. So I'm filling in this week. Of course, it's just me. Kendall's actually in studio this week. Yes, I am in studio. On break uh, from his usual, his, uh, you know, normal life. Schedule. Normal schedule. Yes. Um, Next week. Yep. So he will be in studio for a little while. Um, so we are taking over Hero Talk. I mean, we've got a lot of stories today i stories i know ej would like to have talked about um so it's too bad that he's not here to talk about them. but uh <laughs> but one of the one of these uh topics is uh hellboy yeah we just saw the hellboy trailer so we have a new hellboy trailer that came out it's making rounds on the internet people are talking about it <laughs> i don't know if that many people are talking about well it. i mean people, you are, know, people are talking about it <laughs> enough people are talking about it um uh, you know, and I can see why. I think it's a good trailer. Yeah, we we weren't. I, don't, I remember we weren't really too hot on the last one. Yeah, no. I, at least I know I wasn't. Yeah. You know. Um, but I think this one, this probably should have been more like the first one, or this yeah. one, or the first one should have been more like this. Yeah, I um, agree. I, I feel like they they, it, I mean, this one was kind of it was like a generic action movie trailer. Yeah, but it was. It was. It focused less on like the the comedy. Yeah, it did. And, like the trying to make you laugh. Yes. And it was more like this is just a typical just action, action you know, gore, you know, monsters. Yeah. Uh, the other which one is, which just, is kind of what the feel I got from the other Hellboy movie. Right, the original one. So I, this one I thought did a better job of doing that. Obviously, this was a it was a red band trailer, but I mean, you couldn't tell. It's not like you know, oh yeah, like. They were doing stuff that you couldn't do in the original trailer. The yeah. entire tone of the trailer was different. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not going to make me really want to see it, but you know, it, I, if if I were, I guess, was Lionsgate is doing this, whoever's doing it, power, I think it's Lionsgate. If I were Lionsgate, you know, this would have been the movie that I, or this would have been the trailer that I would have cut for the first one. But I think they probably heard the criticism and changed it up a little bit. Yeah, that could be what happened. Um, you know, I. I like, uh, um, you know, I like the tone of this one a lot more. Um, uh, I think the action looks like it's going to be on point. Yeah. The graph, the the graphics, like the video game, the the uh, effects, the special effects. Uh, <laughs> it was graphics in the case of uh, some of the the CGI the stuff in Star Wars, though. I won't, I won't get into that. The Tarkin and and Leia. Yeah, exactly. Say I'll say that for Imperial legit, Broadcast. Legit <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the effects look really good. Um, I will say that the effects and the monsters and the creatures and things that are going to be in the movie, it looks cool. And the conflict looks, you know, cool action movie, crazy kind of doomsday type of conflict. Um, so I'm on board. I'm very interested and intrigued. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll see it. Maybe I will. I don't know. Um, but this gives me, it gives it a much better chance (laughs) that I will go see it now. Um, and of course the reviews, will you know will decide honestly whether or not um i'll go see it as well reviews and word of mouth um so yeah that was a nice uh so that was kind of the first thing we wanted to touch on with the um 
with, with, in terms of news, we have we have quite a few news stories this week. Um, the first of which uh, that we will jump into is the news about Batwoman. So we've got some news about the Batwoman show. We are hearing now um, that Batman will not make an appearance um, in the Batwoman show. Um, now this is uh, coming from the executive producer, uh, Sh- Sarah Schechter. Um, uh, so it's a post-Batman Gotham City. Um, so th- that's that's the realm that they are exploring here. And uh, I am, you know, I guess I'm, I'm hot and cold. I want to see, the more Batman I get to see, the better. That's just my take on just anything Batman related. <laughs> the more Batman, the more Bruce Wayne we get, the better, I feel about it. Um, but this show, I know they're trying to focus on Batwoman. And Batman showing up would just completely overshadow Batwoman. Right. I think that's just a given because people don't really know Batwoman that well. And people know Batman and want to see Batman in live action. Um, so, yeah. So so I understand them not wanting that to happen. Um, but um, it doesn't necessarily, and I, I was telling you this before, Kendall, I don't think it... it it says that Bruce Wayne can't make an appearance at all. Right. Um, or that other people in the Bat universe can't make an appearance. It, uh, Robin. Uh, look at what they're doing in Titans with Robin. You know, with, yeah, they yeah. have they have two Robins in the show. Yeah. They have Dick Grayson and Jason Todd <laughs> making an appearance. Um, so who knows who can show up in the Batwoman show? I mean, it's in Gotham City. And they had all those Easter eggs in the, uh, in the, the crossover event. So, I mean, they can do a lot, even if Batman himself doesn't show up. They can do a lot relating with the Bat family. Uh, and they could still have Bruce Wayne show up, possibly, at, at one point. Um, so I'm, I'm sad that we're not going to get Batman. But I understand the decision not to include Batman. And I think I can still get that kind of urge to see Batman or something Batman-like without necessarily seeing Batman. Right. Um, and I still want to see. I do want to see Batwoman, you know? <laughs> and you know, I'm curious as to what Batwoman can do. Now, the only thing I'll say is like, I don't know if I do understand that there are some creative uh, advantages to leaving Batman out, but I feel like this. It doesn't sound like this is a creative decision. Mm-hmm. Like it, the way I mean, she said that you know, they, Batman remains off limits. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that it was like we asked if we could use Batman, and they said no. Um, so like that is, it's frustrating because it's like, you know, if you're if you're, uh, you know, why are you giving somebody a, a playbook and saying you can't use all the plates? You know, so you're yep. giving somebody the keys but saying you can't drive the car. It, it's it, it's like we're handicapping what they can do with this show. Yep. Um, like you said, I mean, you could, I guess, potentially use Bruce Wayne. I mean, we have a Bruce Wayne uh, in Gotham, who's a kid, but he's, I mean, he's very much Bruce Wayne. He's basically Batman at this point. Um, and we also, I mean, we had the Bruce Wayne, Batman, you know, figure, whatever, in Titans, whatever that was. Uh, you wonder if maybe this will be something like that. From what I heard, she said... That you know they're gonna do everything they can. They're gonna use Batman as much as they can without actually having a physical Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which means we'll probably see a lot of Batman villains in this show. Uh, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I assume that this will just basically be a Batman show, except instead of Batman, it's Batwoman. Yeah. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, however you want to feel about that, uh, that seems to be what the case, uh, seems to be the case. Um, I, for me, though, I, I just wonder why they feel so threatened by using Batman in a small role in this in this show. Because, I mean, even if you include Batman, it's not like nobody's asking to see Batman as a series regular. That would make yeah, no, no sense. Yeah, no one's asking to see that, it. Then I'd be like, why don't we just get a Batman then show? Then just give me a Batman show. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, like, nobody... Like they, the way they view Superman and Supergirl is fine. Yeah, there are there are people asking the LC Superman show. You know, maybe that's something that we have in the card that's been speculated. But it's not like people are like, yeah, you know, I'm tired of Supergirl. Give me yeah. Superman. You know, like, like we understand that like you're not going to get a Superman show right now. Supergirl's the the main character, but it's still a positive every time Hawkland, Tyler Hawkland's able to show up. It's a lot better than. You know Clark Kent being like some IM figure, some <laughs> some, some, some uh, computer just figure. sending text, yeah, email, sending <laughs> text and email. Um, so if that's what we're gonna get out of Bruce Wayne in this show, which that's what it seems like, you know, probably phone calls and like I said, text messages and you know, I don't know. I mean, this will we see now for Pennyworth show up? Like, will we see like is it every Batman character not named Bruce Wayne? on the on the uh, on the table <laughs> like it's very vague but like it's just it's gonna be an obvious omission not having batman in gotham city on a show called batwoman yeah i i i tend to think that this won't last but at the same time we also have to understand that the inclusion of superman in supergirl came at a point where henry cavill's tenure seemed to be on the downswing and he eventually was, was ousted. Like, this this Batwoman show is being started at a point in which, I mean, we still, we're, we're going to have a new Batman. So they may feel a little more threatened to put a, a Batman out there before the Batman come, even comes out, or while the Batmans had just been released and while they're starting to set up that universe. So that that's, that's the major difference between the two situations. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, I you know, and we've talked about this before with them handicapping themselves and saying, don't use this character, don't use this character. And it's just like, it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, this isn't a new uh, tactic from Warner Brothers, especially. Not a new tactic, and it still doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any more sense now yeah. than it did before. You know, I mean, we have a Flash show, and we have a Flash in the movies. Yeah, exactly. And it's not, people's heads aren't exploding. No one is asking questions, saying why is why are there two flashes? Did you hear any comparisons when Justin Grant- came out? Like oh, Ezra Miller and Grant Gustin, who's the better Flash? I didn't see one. Was Ezra Miller better than Grant Gustin? Nobody, nobody's doing that. No one made that comparison. Even people that liked or disliked Grant, like did, liked or disliked Ezra Miller, I'd never <laughs> at once heard anybody say, "I want Grant Gustin." Yeah. I, I didn't hear that once. Nobody, nobody said that. And that 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 dude has his own show. Yeah, it's not like Grant. It's his own show a, that people watch. A, a minor <laughs> character, like if there was a minor Batman character that showed up, or even Bruce Wayne, I would I'd be shocked if we got like compared. Now, to be fair, there were the the 
Tyler Hoechlin, Henry Cavill comparisons. Um, but I feel like that was that was a little different because one Cavill had been like I said he had been on the downswing, mm-hmm. so it was like people were already kind of looking for replacements anyway, or looking for right. reasons to replace uh, Tyler uh, to replace Henry Cavill. Um, whereas in this case, if you cast two separate uh, Batman's, people are going to be able to, to, un- to people are going to be able to understand who's diff- who's the, who's who. Like nobody's going to be like. Oh, why isn't the Batman from Batwoman in the movies? Like, I don't know. And like, you can make Batman old. You can make it like if you're gonna do a young Batman with what we've heard in the movies, make this one a 45 year old Batman. Yeah. You know, like make him obviously different in a different stage of his career, totally different characters. Yeah. I mean, this is. I mean, I don't, this isn't good news, but it's not the the nail in the coffin for this show. Yeah, not at all. Not, not at all. There's, I mean, Batman has such a vast rose gallery, and we just had yep. a what a I mean, Gotham's in what his fifth season. Yep, We've had a five season Batman show with no Batman. With no Batman, yeah, Bruce well, Wayne and yeah. no Batman. Yeah, exactly. Really, no crime <laughs> fighter. So the fact that um, you know this show will have a crime fighter yep. in Gotham with the same rose gallery, I mean, it, it certainly. Uh, and including the rest of the CW verse yeah. in that universe, uh, still still intriguing. Yep, very very exciting stuff. Um, uh, more exciting stuff. So we got another trailer for X Men Dark Phoenix. Yes. So um, Dark Phoenix is has has been a lot of drama surrounding not just this movie but Fox in general, Fox and Disney and X Men and what's going on with that. Um, so in the middle of all this drama, we get another Dark Phoenix trailer. Um, me and Kendall have very differing opinions of this trailer. Uh, you know, clearly, I enjoy. I think it's a good trailer. Honestly, I think it is a good trailer. It. It. I. I can't say it sold me on the movie. We'll see how the movie is. We've been already hearing that the movie is awful, which is another story in itself. But um, I thought it was a good trailer. Honestly, I watched the trailer. I was like, oh boy. You know, I feel like the acting performances seem legit. I think the the pieces they're they're putting in place in terms of the action pieces seem seem legit. Um, I'm digging Sophie Turner's uh, Jean Grey. She seems she's like emoting more than the other Jean Grey did when she was turning into Phoenix. Where right. in the X in the yeah, Last Stand yeah. she was just like yeah, she was, she was like a, a stone face. She yeah. was like a zombie the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like you got to be kidding me! Like she's actually like, crying and like talking, trying, wanting to have to have the X Men help her and yeah, stuff. That's true. So I mean, we're getting more. It kind of, kind of, going to get those emotional moments. Um, we have Lalandra, which I don't know what is that Lalandra. I mean, I guess it's I don't just know. A random alien. Yeah, Jessica I don't know. I, I think that's the one thing that I was like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. But I mean, we'll find out. <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll we'll find out. I heard, I heard when a movie rumor. comes out. It was like a rumor, kind of like I don't think a plot leak, but like it was, I mean, more or less kind of a plot leak. I don't know even know where it came from. I just read it was like you know a comicbookmovie.com article, and like. It talks about how, like, someone that claims to have seen the movie said, like, you're not going to find out anything about this this character. That. Like, there's no, like, like, no backstory or anything. I'm like, that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's not, that's not, uh, that's pretty unsettling. <laughs> no, like, oh, yeah, no backstory. Nothing's going to happen with this character. She's just going to show up out of nowhere and just do stuff. I'm like, all right. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like there isn't any situation where she doesn't kind of show up out of nowhere. Right, you know, because he's gonna show up and all of a sudden, right. I mean, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, everything that he says, is you know, it looks very much out of nowhere, out of left field. No one's gonna expect it. 
Um, even so, you know, this this trailer at least gave me hope that, okay, this could still be a decent movie. You know, right. it's, hard, it's not going to be no Infinity War, but I could still see it being an enjoyable movie experience. As long as, like, you know, Sophie Turner delivers a good performance. Uh, the other X-Men deliver good performances. I feel like McAvoy and Fassbender are, are kind of like, you know, you know what you're going to get from them at this point. Um, and, I mean, you got, um, uh, uh, you have Quicksilver is returning. Um, I mean, you have, yeah, I mean, you got your, you got your good, you got your squad right. coming back, you know? So, I mean, look, these are good actors who give, who give good performances. See, the problem is, like, like, I gave them that excuse last time with Apocalypse. We're like, all right, right. we got the usual suspects, you know? <laughs> and, like, I mean, Apocalypse, I don't think Apocalypse was terrible. It was, it didn't reach its potential. It was a, it was a, probably a C plus movie that probably could have been a B plus movie with like better acting and better <laughs> better story, better, mm-hmm. better with a better script could have yeah. been a B plus movie, but like I like I can't I don't know if I, I like it looks like this is gonna be the same deal we're like yeah like got the cast you know same cast same you know yeah McAvoy and Fastbender will probably do a good job. You know, Quicksilver will probably do a good job. Ty Sheridan and Sophie Turner will probably do a good job. But why? But like, I I have no faith in what the story is. Because mm. one, because we've seen them try and do the same exact story and it could completely fall apart. Yeah. Um, why they decide? I mean, you can look at it two hands, two ways. Where you say like, why would they even decide to do this? Because I mean, if you want to look at it positively, you can say, look. They messed up with Last Stand. They want to kind of... The Dark Phoenix story is a treasured X-Men story. They feel like we want to do it right this time. So I'll give them that credit. But I, it almost looks like they're just they're just doing a reboot of a bad movie. And saying we're going to do the same stuff. We're going to have her look the exact same. Same coat. Like, why would they give her the same costume? <laughs> that just seems like poor, like, optics of this trash movie that we just had with Last Stand. We're going to say, all right, we're going to give Dark Phoenix the same, same look. Um... With this trailer, the fact that they that they decided to spoil Mystique dying, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why they decided to do that. I don't know if it was yeah, like we don't sure. want we're tired of like <laughs> you know we don't want to fool people, the Jennifer Lawrence fans, into coming into the movie <laughs> and her dying in the first five ten minutes. But that that I mean, it was already speculated that she could possibly be dying. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we kind of deduced that right when they when, had when we analyzed the last stuff. when we analyzed the last trailer. Yeah, I know I came to the conclusion. I was like, the only person I can think of is Mystique. <laughs> you know, yeah, it through process of elimination. Uh, <laughs> um, like, I don't know. And I just feel like the the actors seem like they may have, like, just thrown in the towel. I don't know. We, I, we got that feeling with Apocalypse. And there's no way you can tell me that they're going to... After they did that for Apocalypse, and that movie was trash, and got poor reception, that they, gonna, that they came into this movie, like, super energized and ready to do it. Yeah, I mean, the acting performances in Apocalypse didn't. The main, my main issue with Apocalypse was just the horrific story surrounding that movie, right? And just nothing made sense. Apocalypse was dumb, strong, you know, sure. and <laughs> the the climax was was terrible. Was kind of lame, yeah, you know, um, but like. I mean, we all were fans of the young actors in that movie, especially. Yeah, right. You know, and then yes. the big three. Well, I wasn't the big three. I wasn't huge on Lawrence in that movie. But uh, the, I was, the big two, with the dynamic duo of Fassbender and McAvoy still brought it for the most part. Um, but, 
like, I mean, well, one, they also, we've something we've known before this trailer, but, like, I don't even like the fact that they, they hinted at, like, the, the old school classic, you know, X-Men costumes. I was just about to say, the, I the, like, I like that. In the Apocalypse movies. Oh, and, yeah. And, well, like, remember in the Apocalypse movie at yeah, the at end? Yeah, at the end? Yeah, they each yeah. had, like, their individual costumes. Yeah, I like, that, yo, yeah. that's crazy. And they went to the blue and, uh, the blue and yellow. Yep. Which is an upgrade over the, 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 the black. black. I mean, it's definitely an upgrade. But, I mean, it would have been crazy if they were actually wearing their costumes. I'd be like, oh, yeah, this movie might actually have a chance to be good. I mean, it may have been hard to do, but, I mean, the Avengers movies do it. They each have individual costumes. They're not all wearing, mm-hmm. like, a teen uniform. Yeah. I mean, you can't have Beast in, in just underwear, though. That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, we'll... We're obviously going to keep tabs on this movie, and we're going to see it. And um, you know, I, th- I think one thing that one thing that is good about this one is you won't have the the whole uh, you won't have the Hugh Jackman, you know, Jean. Yeah, I, I could right. save her. Yeah. The whole movie, I could try honestly, to save it'll her. Probably be Cyclops the whole movie, which I mean, it'll make probably more sense. But I don't know. Even that's probably going to get annoying. You know, it's the Dark Phoenix know. story. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what it is. Cyclops bugging out for a lot but yeah at least he, he was bugging out in the last one but he, then he died and then it, yeah, it kind of meant nothing yeah he died mad quick so yeah I, I, it's just like I don't know if they've done enough to earn this movie like I mean it's something we talked about when they decided to do Dark Phoenix it's like we've seen this character for one movie and we're gonna do Dark Phoenix yeah I mean it's almost as if like they like like you guys know who Jean Grey is type thing so we're just gonna do Dark Phoenix now yeah but like I mean, it's different actress, different Cyclops. Like, am I supposed to now be like, you know, I, I, like, even though I like these characters, I don't care about them that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I want to, where I want to follow them, and see her be the villain, and like all. I mean, right. I don't know. I, I mean, I'll give this like a C minus, D plus trailer. Nah, I give it a B plus. <laughs> I thought it was solid. All right, so uh, moving on, we, so we have a lot more stories. So we got this covered, got like a million scoops uh, this week. They've been getting a lot of scoops lately. With Star Wars and and uh, Kaba movies, they've been getting a whole lot of scoops. But they got a lot of scoops um, this week. Um, so I'm just going to kind of uh, mash them all together. All these are coming from We Got This Covered exclusively. Um, so they say their sources are telling them that uh, first uh, first one I read, uh, that there's a Blade, Blade movie that's in the works, and Wesley Snipes is involved in the movie. Um, uh, so that is uh, is going to be R-rated, R-rated Blade movie with Wesley Snipes involved. I, I'm not buying it. Not kind of not buying it. We should do we should just buy or sell. Buy or sell any of these. Who's that one <laughs> yeah, kind of buy or sell. Yeah, Blade. I'm selling that one, man. All right, Kendall's selling it. Okay, I I, I mean I uh, look, R-rated man. from Disney. I mean, unless yeah, they look, try and man, separate Disney's it from the doing MCU. It R-rated. If you would have told me it wasn't R-rated, I'd be like, all right, yeah, there's a chance. I mean, I doubt they would cast Wesley Snipes. I feel like, you know, there are others, there are other actors, <laughs> black actors they could find to play Blade. But, yeah, R-rated, nah. Okay, you're, buying, you're not buying it. I'm I mean, I, I, mean I, I, mean, that, I, think that, I think that's a wonderful idea. You know, I think it added to the wish list. Yeah, know? yeah, no, yeah. I think it's, it's, it could be good. It's a strange idea, though. Even, I mean, mm. like... Yeah, Wesley Snipes is—he's getting old. Man. Yeah, he's getting old. They already had a trilogy. Are they the canon to the old trilogy? I don't know. You know, I feel like he's gonna compete. <laughs> people are gonna have to go back and watch all three yeah, of the other ones. Yeah, people are gonna feel like I gotta watch the other ones. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I think, I'd say I'm kind of in the middle. I think it, it's probably something they brought up at one point in time, but I don't know if it's something that's, like, right. happening. I know Wesley Snipes talked there. about it a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's why they said it kind of confirms that what he's been teasing yeah. for a while, which he has been teasing that for a while. Um, so we'll see. Uh, second, can buy or sell Avengers versus X-Men movies on the table? I buy that. I definitely buy that. Now, I don't buy it <laughs> in the next half decade. Like, I don't think it's coming. I don't think we're going to see anything coming out in Phase 4 right. or <laughs> maybe Phase 5. <laughs> uh, but I, I can definitely see. Now, I mean, do we feel like maybe there's a chance they do Avengers versus X-Men to introduce the X-Men? Mm. That's, that would be the only way that this movie comes out anytime soon. Where they say the X Men origin, that'll be crazy. You know, maybe they skip the the origin X Men because I don't think right. we really need an origin. We've already gotten one origin. Yeah. Um, and you say like you know, the inclusion of the uh, the X Men the MCU is going to be like the Avengers like finding out about them and them conflict you know having a conflict, Civil War esque, into mm. them breaking into their own stories. Mm. That would uh, be crazy. That would be crazy. So in that sense, I think that's possible, but I doubt that's what they're going to do. I feel like they're going to so traditional, you know, and just have, uh, they may introduce a couple X-Men characters in some of these movies and then just have a regular X-Men movie. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think this is what's going to happen. But I buy that 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 is, um, you know, what they've heard. Plan, and I yeah. buy that that's something that they've, they are yeah. discussing. Yeah, I mean, you think about the MCU, or you think about Marvel and the MCU, and, like, we've talked about since the beginning of the MCU, like, some of the big comic book events that they we've talked about like them wanting to do i mean civil war was something we always dreamed like you know if they could do civil war like that'd be crazy and they did that yeah uh we t- we've talked about secret invasion they haven't done that yet but we know the scrolls are now in captain marvel so i mean we know we may find out by next week that's <laughs> that secret invasion is going to be a thing um right. so now we're we're heading into i mean avengers versus x-men was another huge comic book event that they could decide. Well, now we have the X Men. That that I mean that's a dream movie. Like, what's bigger? This is what's bigger than Infinity War? What's bigger than Civil War that we could sell? I mean, X Men versus the Avengers is something that is on that level. Of like, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. If you if you show you know, I don't know if Iron Man would even be in the movie. But even if you show like Spider Man fighting Wolverine, <laughs> you know how many people are gonna see that movie? That would be insane. Or the Hulk fighting Wolverine. They would make so much money. They would make so much money. Cyclops fighting, you know, Doctor Strange or Captain Marvel. Like, so, yeah, I mean, that's something they're obviously going to do, I think, at some point. Because, uh, like you said, they should be passing up money. But right. uh, I can't imagine this happening anytime soon. Yep. Um, all right, so next on the list, uh, there is a new Fantastic Four movie that is planned. Um, and it has a team in their 20s and 30s. Going on a cosmic adventure. Fantastic movie is it the Fantastic Four solo movie that has been planned by Disney. I mean that that's that that one is kind of like you know. I I mean I mean it's hard not to believe that they don't have one plan. Um, you know they they spent all that money to buy five. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a fo- it'd be foolish not to have something planned. Uh, do are they gonna have uh, John Krasinski? As a John Krasinski or Krasinski as a Miss Fantastic. Fantastic. I don't know. Uh, they, <laughs> that, they couldn't confirm. That, yeah, that that. Couldn't confirm cool. or deny that. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I mean, I, I would buy that. I, I'd buy that report as well. You know, I feel like they probably have something planned. 
I mean, it makes sense for it to go cosmic. You don't have to do that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I really want it to be honestly. Really, the first Fantastic Four movie for them to go in a, in, in the cosmic. Um, type I mean, of Doctor Doom is going to be the villain, which I mean, maybe he won't be. Maybe they might be building the Doom, mm-hmm. which I don't know if I want that either. But um, I mean, I would just prefer. I like the the first one. I I think the first Fantastic Four movie is a tad bit underrated. May have to rewatch it see how bad it is. But <laughs> people say like it's an all time worst movie, and I'm like, well, I like. It was grounded. I thought Silver Surfer was worse, even though Silver Surfer looked great. Um, right. But the whole Galactus stuff—I mean, that stuff was just yeah, awful. That was, that was horrific. But like, the they did like the first movie had like the right idea in terms of it being grounded and like them telling the Doctor Doom story and the rivalry between him and Reed Richards. Like, I think that could be something that they could do in the MCU, and I think that could be good. With better yeah. with a better script and better cast and stuff. Yeah. Um. I, uh, I'm buying this. Um, I would, I would like for them to go on a cosmic adventure. I think that could be fun. You know, um, I don't need Doom in the first movie. Uh, personally, like, though I know he's, Doom yeah, Doctor Doom. Like I know he's very closely connected with Fantastic Four. Um, uh, in terms of their their story, their origin, and and everything else. Um, but um, I don't need him in the first movie. To be the villain, and I feel like that would be very that would be like a copy <laughs> of uh, the first movie, right? The first Fantastic Four movie. So I don't need a copy. I, I'm glad that they would be and the last, going for something. The different. last two have done it, or at least the last. I mean, there's three, but the last two like first movies, just like yeah, Doom villain. Doom is the villain. It's like, know, come on, like if they, are they really gonna try for if they really want to differentiate themselves from the other two Fox movies, like they would do something else. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like the first two Fox movies had the right idea, I think, in terms of linear, like, going from Doom to Galactus, but I think Marvel could just do it better. Right. Um, all right, next story, Kendall, buy or sell, uh, and this is the last one as well, uh, that's the, the Disney Marvel is, is developing a Silver Surfer Origins movie, and uh, Silver Surfer is going on missions for Galactus in this movie. I mean, that, that sounds like that could be very good. Uh, I'm going to buy that. You know, I, Wow, you're buying it? Yeah, that, that one's probably more, like, out there. Like, you know, that one's in the in the, the category of, like, could be just a fan fiction, you know, some guy <laughs> making it up. But I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I feel like Kevin Feige would want to do that. Mm. Um, I feel we heard kind of rumors that, Marvel was almost just excited to get Galactus and Silver Surfer. They were to get like the Fantastic Four and the X Men. I mean, not the X Men, but the Fantastic Four. Mm. Uh, so, if you're, I mean, if I mean, there were even, I mean, there's those wild rumors about you know this guy being Silver Surfer being in Endgame, which I don't know if I believe. But um, if we're gonna talk about, if we're talking about those, like it would make sense for them to do a Silver Surfer movie and have Galactus in that as opposed to. Him being in uh, a Fantastic Four movie. And you could even do Silver Surfer with Galactus, kind of like Dormammu and Doctor Strange, kind of playing that kind of role. Even like Thanos in Guardians. And then him being like an Avengers film, which would be like like something like Silver Surfer like can't beat 
Like, he can't be Galactus by himself. Right. <laughs> but if he teams up with the Avengers, then, you know, it becomes a, a threat. So that that's... Those are... I mean, that that's an intriguing possibility. Uh, mm. I'd be surprised if we don't get a Silver Surfer movie. We've already seen the whole Silver Surfer as a side character thing. It, it, it didn't work for the story, at least. It didn't work for the story purpose. So I think a Silver Surfer movie could be interesting. And I think he's got the brand. I think people would know, like, what the Silver Surfer is, who he is. Attached that to Marvel with the look, I think it'd be great. I think it could be too. I think this the Rise of the Silver Surfer movie kind of helped promote its brand, I guess, to a yeah. gen- more general audience. Yeah. So I think you would get people out to see the theater, uh, got out to see the movie, um, and I think that I again like just in general, I trust the MCU. Right. You know they've earned my trust. You know with the Silver Surfer story, I think they could do a lot with it. I think it could look spectacular. I think that it could um, be interesting, emotional, um, and just super cosmic, you know, space, uh, super space sci-fi. James Gunn style. (laughs) Hear that, Feige? James Gunn style. Still using James Gunn scripts. Yeah, we're using James Gunn stories, Feige. (laughs) Copying James Gunn. (laughs) Warner Brothers property. Oh, boy. Um... But nah, like it could it could be good. It could be a super crazy sci fi adventure. I think that could be another could be something different. Similar to how Doctor Strange is very different for Marvel. I feel like this could be something else that's very different um for Marvel as well. Um so I think it's a good idea. I would love to see it. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but <laughs> I'm glad it's, it seems to be something that they're at least discussing. Um so those are all the scoops that we got discovered has uh for this week. Uh, maybe they'll have more next week. Who knows? Um, uh, but yeah, so we got some more news. So we we're hearing now as well that Superboy. Um, well, we're not just hearing; it's basically confirmed that Superboy was cast um, uh, in sight for Titan season two. He was teased at the end of the first season. Uh, so we now have a Superboy, and we're hearing as well that he is a season regular. Um, so the Superboy that we have is drum roll <laughs> uh so we have joshua orpin yeah he's 25 um, right uh yeah uh, yeah so, so he is uh cast a superboy he, he definitely looks like superboy yeah. just on first glance he looks like superboy so i think this is <laughs> you know it seems like you know like a, a cardboard cutout yeah of uh, who looks like they could play Superboy. This guy definitely looks the part. It seems like they're definitely going more of the Young Justice kind of route. That's what it seems like. like. The reign of the Superman. That's definitely what route. it seems like. Um, making him a little older. Making him like... Yep. He's yeah. very angsty. Alone, yeah. And did you see, uh, apparently, the Easter egg in Doom Patrol, which we'll talk about very shortly. Um... Where I think like Cyborg has like something on the screen and like he has a bunch of news stories. I forgot what he was looking for. And mm-hmm. the top one was like, you know, man dies in like car crash after you know on the highway after naked man and dog run into him or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, <laughs> and, that's and crazy. Are, like man in metropolitan city. That's crazy. He dies in highway like I ninety five car crash. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, so the synopsis of the story is, is basically, it basically sounds a lot like Young Justice. Um, 
uh, where he is uh, searching for purpose and truth about his past. You know, after being experimented on by Cadmus, um, you know, and he crashes onto the world of Titans, finds an unlikely home and surrogate family, as well as revelations that carry more complications than he ever bargained for. So we're getting this Superboy that doesn't really know who he is, wants answers, similar to Young Justice. And I am very much looking forward to it. And he's a season regular. I think that could be spectacular, honestly. Yeah. I am really, really excited for it. I think that means we'll probably move on from the Trigon story probably fairly. Not only quickly, but like, I don't think the Tri- I don't think Trigon could be developed. Yeah, I don't think he's going to linger for the whole series, or for the whole season either. Um, and I'm glad, honestly. Yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't. Uh, but this is this is really really good news for me. I mean, seeing Dick Grayson in, interact with Superboy and and Beast Boy and uh, Raven, and I mean, it's just I I enjoyed Titan season one overall. I thought that I didn't think the finale was great was good, but <laughs> but overall I enjoyed Titan season one and the interactions that that the that the team had with one another. And I think adding a Superboy and a, a Crypto. It's just gonna add. It's just, it's just gonna add to the to the series, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. So that's very exciting. So yeah, that's to look forward to for Titan season two. Um. We're also hearing that Deadshot uh, will not be in Suicide Squad two. Um. And that Viola Davis's Amanda Waller will indeed be in Suicide Squad two. Not surprised. I think this is we kind of speculated or, before. Or actually, to confirm. Um, or to be to clarify, Will Smith will not be in Suicide Squad two. Um, though I think we're already hearing things that, or someone already tweeted that it's possible that they're recast Deadshot. Oh. Kendall, you think you, you yeah. buy buy or sell that they're gonna recast Deadshot? I'm selling that. <laughs> especially if they hey, look, if they they will catch some heat, man. If they make if they make Deadshot white. <laughs> I can't guarantee they'll catch some heat. Man. I don't think they could do that. They can't. They can't do they that. They can't do that. Man. Nah, they can't do that. They'd find yeah. someone else. Um, <laughs> so someone else that's apparently that's like, black to fill the his, role. His number was too low, is what I heard. Or their number really? was too low, rather. His number was too high in the negotiations, but which makes me think that maybe Gunn does want to use him, but like Will mm. Smith, was, you know, was too expensive. Yeah. Yeah, so as is actually coming from Variety's uh, Justin Kroll, he tweeted out that he heard Warner Brothers execs, they're deciding whether or not to recast Deadshot uh, or just to remove him from the movie entirely. Right. Um, look, man, as, and I, I like Deadshot as a character. I mean, if you can't get Will Smith to play him, I say just get rid of him. I agree. It's you know, too confusing, I think. It's too confusing. That, that is confusing. Yeah. That's confusing. Have Margot Robbie's and frustrating. Gwen and Viola yeah. Davis and have like some new Deadshot. Yeah, and a new Deadshot. I mean, I mean, it was weird enough having a new Rhodey in in, uh, in Iron Man two, right, but yeah. at least he didn't suit up in the first movie. Right, you know? exactly. He wasn't War Machine. Yeah, he wasn't War Machine at that point. This guy it has is Deadshot the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, man, the and main then, character. Uh, main character. He's, a, the he's main arguably character. the main character in the movie. <laughs> you know? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the second movie, it's a completely different guy. Like, come on. Like, just don't. No, you, you can have Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah, you can have Michael B. Jordan at Deadshot. And people are going to be like. People are going to be like, what? It's weird. It's, it's weird. It's really weird. They should not do it. Honestly, especially if Will Smith's number was too high, if that's the reason. Casting Michael B. Jordan or Denzel, you know, or Chadwick Boseman, you don't think their numbers are going to be high? 
Yeah. So yeah, they 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 yeah, should exactly. they absolutely should just. <laughs> just should just cut Deadshot out of the movie. I think I trust James Gunn. I think he can work without Deadshot. In DC, like I mean, yeah, come on. It doesn't even have to be a traditional Suicide Squad character. You can get it some really guy doesn't. that like, you know, you can make Black Manta. Put him in Suicide Squad if you really want to. Yeah, I mean, Suicide Squad, you can do you can put anybody in, in theory. Yep, agreed. Um, so we're also uh, hearing that Ruben Fleischer is not going to direct Venom two. He directed Venom one. He will not be returning to direct Venom 2. Uh, he did such a great job with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> no sarcasm. Yeah, no, we're we're not upset about this at all. But I guess if you enjoy the Venom movie, you will be upset by this. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not looking forward to the second movie. So I don't care. I don't really care about this. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be strange because I mean he kind of set out kind of a vision with the whole carnage character he did so now like I someone mean, else has to do yeah, something with that yeah someone else could have to write that story um but i, I don't think he did it like he said he didn't do a great job with the, with the story in the first place uh so i'm not it's not it's not a tragedy um yeah there, there's room for improvement there's also room to go backwards i mean we saw i don't even remember who directed amazing spider-man 2 but we know uh, Mark Webb directed the first one, and I don't believe he came back for the second one. And no, he did. He did. I'm wrong. <laughs> so yeah, Mark Webb mm. uh, responsible for both Amazing Spider-Man disasters. But, ah, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, we have seen situations where like movies will have like a, a guy that did a bad job in the first one, and they get a new director, and mm. sometimes it, a lot of time, most times it improves. But you'll have the occasional time where they, they flop and do a worse job than the first guy did. So um, let's hope that this isn't that case. Uh, I feel like Dark Phoenix is kind of going in that path. Like, you know, Brian Singer did a decent job with Apocalypse, and but wasn't good. So, you know, they move on to Kinberg, and I can't imagine. I mean, it could be better, but they also go in the opposite direction. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sad at all about this. Yeah, I'm not sad. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful actually. <laughs> to be completely honest with you, yeah. Um, I mean, it could go in a very positive direction. Um, but either way, I'm not y- super excited about this this uh, sequel uh, or this second movie. Um, I mean, there was a lot wrong with the first movie, in my opinion. Um. So yeah, I'm just I'm not looking forward to the movie regardless. But um, there's a different director, so so it will, it it more than likely will be going in a much very different direction. Um, and this hasn't really been confirmed because it's not coming from the studio or anything. Right. Um, but it's just the scheduling involving the production doesn't seem to match up with Rupert Fleischer uh, working on it. I wonder if that's a coincidence. <laughs> 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 I'm like, no, we have to do it now <laughs> while he's filming this other movie. Let's get it in now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we have, uh, so it looks like we'll be getting, getting a new director for Venom 2. Um, so I guess you have that to look forward to if that's good news for you. Yeah. All right. So next we have the show recaps, uh, for the week. So it'd be the same shows that we recapped it, recapped last week. Um, so we could start off with Gotham. Uh, so Gotham did a lot of interesting things this week. <laughs> I think it's a lot of, uh, a lot of things to discuss, a lot of things to talk about. Um, so, so we got 
I think the best episode of the season for me. Uh, best episode of the season for you, yeah. Kevin. Well, I mean, the episode last week was also really good. Hmm. But for this one, I think, like, all stories involved. Well, I, beyond the, the Bruce Wayne stuff, I was going to say, you like that Bruce Wayne stuff with, happening, I'll be honest. with uh, that crazy, yeah. I was, whatever that was, I, I don't was, know. What. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what, what even was happening? But uh, the other two stories I thought were really good. Okay. So you like so you like the Bullock story with uh, yeah Bullock I thought that was a good story it wasn't like it wasn't like a traditional Batman story yeah, but with like, uh, I guess Jane Doe I guess is her name yeah yeah uh, and then the, the the Scarface character I thought was that was one of the coolest Batman villains they've done in this entire series hmm. in terms of like it being like accurate to like the comics and other media mm-hmm. uh, and then putting it into live action because I mean that's not a character we've seen I don't think in a live action adaptation yet. Uh, and he did him perfectly, and it made sense in the the series. It wasn't like oh, we just gonna throw some random character and make him Scarface or whatever. Yeah. In the ventriloquist, but uh, yeah, I thought I thought they did a great job there. Yeah, I thought they I thought they I mean I thought they did it uh, you know decently. I mean I, I guess it kind of follows the the Gotham line of we're just gonna at least this week or not this week this season uh, we're just gonna try to throw everybody in. And, uh, before before the series ends, um, so they're like this throwing Mrs. Scarface, so they just did that, um, and he was, um, I mean, he was decent. I mean, when he died, I was just like, "Dag man!" They just they introduce him. I'm like, "Oh wow, okay, Mrs. Scarface is in the series now," and he's just dead. I'm like, "All right," you know. I mean, I, it made sense, but I was like, "All right," you know, kill him off right when you introduce him. Uh, but when he showed up, I was like, "Wow." <laughs> I was uh, I was very very surprised. Um, I was digging the Bullock storyline. You know, I I was I was enjoying it. I mean, uh, it was nice having them go back to that point because since this series since this series started, they had never really addressed the, how corrupt and how bad of a guy Bullock was in the beginning of the show. Yeah, you know, he was not a good guy. He was a very corrupt cop. Yeah, part of me wants. I, I saw like a Gotham fan had said. That they watched like the first episode mm-hmm. of the series again, yeah. and that like Bullock is like a totally. They say he's almost like playing a caricature of himself. Yeah. Now I'm like I probably want to re- we can go back and watch how he was in the yeah. first season. Yeah, like he's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> like he's really really bad. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, so it was it was it was nice seeing some repercussions for the, uh of that. The story's a little confusing. With like what actually happened to me, I guess, like... Yeah, it was a little confusing. Uh, I don't, like, he, like, manipulated... Yeah, I guess the girl, the girl um, killed the her the, husband. The mom killed the husband. Yeah, the mom killed the husband. The husband was, like... The husband uh, was, like, beating them, though. Yeah, he was an abusive husband. Yeah, he was abusive, and I guess maybe it was self-defense or something. Right. But, like, the cops, for some reason... That. Yeah, they didn't know that. So, so like, they... Bullock was trying to get the murder, and so he told the girl or he told the girl to lie about seeing it or something yeah to like lie that. yeah you know or to admit to have yeah to, to her yeah trying to convince her yeah because they didn't have enough evidence yeah and then the other then she went to jail the dad was dead yeah she went to like you know arkham or whatever yeah well she was in the system and then ended up in arkham and yeah it's, it's, it's a lot to it's a lot yeah, to kind of explain a lot yeah, to kind of yeah, it piece was, together yeah and they explained it very fast so yeah it was they never like, oh, really okay. like explicitly they kind of were just like piecing it together piece by piece yeah uh, but uh, but it was decent though yeah it was decent it wasn't horrible um, 
So I enjoyed the episode overall. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, so next we have The Gifted. Uh, so we had the season finale of The Gifted. Um, there was a lot that happened uh, in this episode. So Andy and um, Andy and Lauren got kidnapped basically by the Frost. Uh, and they were made to destroy... What building was that that they destroyed? That that, that Andy and, and Lauren destroyed? The Frost made them destroy? It was some kind of political building. Very important government building, clearly. That had a lot of people in it. Right, right. Um, so they killed a lot of people. And um, uh, the Frost... Uh, so they were about to uh, basically destroy... It seemed like destroy uh, Andy and Lauren's minds. Um, but thankfully they were able to be saved, uh, through, uh, what's the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Frost sister who's like nicer than the other ones, Esme? Yeah, through Esme's kind of like, uh, her guilt and her like having a a conscience. Yeah, so, um, so that was able to help them. Um, let's see. Uh, what else did we get? So, oh, yeah, Mr. Strucker sacrificed himself um, in his fight with Reva. That was that. What did you think of that scene when he when he sacrificed himself and like destroyed Reva? I mean, in the building. Or I mean, know. I I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was executed fine. You know, I mean, I I didn't. I don't know how I felt about the decision to kill him off. Mm. You know, I, I I mean, I understand it. Maybe just because, like, you know, he's a character in the show. That you see yeah. in the last few seasons, you're like, yeah, you're just going to kill him off. Like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the story wasn't over, but... Right. Um, but I understand his decision to sacrifice himself and stuff. Uh, and they kind of already kind of established that he has, like, a kind of destructive mutant power. Yeah. You know, he's kind of a... Was it a, a level level five mutant or whatever? Oh, what did I, they say that? No, they said that. I was like, wow, they said that. Either an Omega level mutant. Yeah, it's like word, like wow. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's an Easter egg. Jeez. But yeah, like, um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I guess it was all right. I mean, however, they took down Reva. It wasn't probably wasn't going to make much sense because they didn't really explain her powers very <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. That's you know, they never explained her powers. So whatever it was, it was going to be that was going to take her down. It was going to be something where you're like, okay, sure. Um, uh, but I, I agree with that the way it was executed was done fairly well. I mean, I liked the flashbacks they had throughout the episode. You know, I liked that they kind of, you know, throughout the episode, you see him kind of realizing that he has to do this. Um, so I thought that was cool. And uh, what did you think of the Blink reveal? At, at the, the end, end of the at the end of the episode, I mean, it's, I mean, I didn't like it. You know, I like I understand what they're trying to do. Um, Days of Future Past, yeah, Days of Future Past type of stuff. And, you know, and that's that seemed like that could be cool if they get a season three. Which is pro- part of my problem is that we don't know if they're getting season three. I haven't renewed. We know the Fox Disney deal kind of puts all this stuff up in the air. I've, we've, I've talked on the show for the last couple weeks saying that I thought that it seemed unlikely that they would get a season three. Mm-hmm. So to end on a cliffhanger that, I mean, in theory, if it's still over to end, like, then that seemed like, you know, kind of wipe it off. Like, it means nothing. But, like, we've seen shows that end on cliffhangers where 
like Wolverine the X-Men. They ended on a cliffhanger that teased Apocalypse. Yeah. And even though the show ended, I don't feel like, man, I don't even know where they're going next. This, I don't know where they're going. If the show were to end, I don't know. I would know. I would just know, all right, some sort of, I guess, apocalyptic future where Blink somehow survived. I don't really need the explanation of how she, how she survived. That can come in season three. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of ways they can explain that. But to not even know, like, why she brought them over, to just be like, yeah, I got to show you something. And end of the season, <laughs> like, all you got to do is show, like, an apocalyptic future. And I feel a lot more, like, I feel a lot more closure with the show yeah. than to be like, I just got to show you something. And then, like, not know even what she's talking about. So I, that was a little disappointing. Um, even if there was a season three, I'd be, I'd be kind of, that'd be kind of a lame ending. Mm. But the fact that there may not even be one, now it's like, well, alright. <laughs> you know, I don't know what kind of cliffhanger that is. Uh, yeah. Um, like the Punish- I mean, not the Punisher, the, the Daredevil one with Bullseye, even that was like, alright, now we know, like, you know, Poindexter is becoming Bullseye. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, that was spoiler. but, um, this yeah, is that like... Show, that show's been out for like, yeah, exactly. that long <laughs> Um, this is like, alright, I don't even know where they're gonna go. Just some future-related story with Blink. Yeah. I mean, I was... I liked it. I liked the Blink reveal. Um, you know, I I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting maybe she'd show up next season or something. Right. You know. Uh, but I wasn't expecting her to show up in that moment. I like that she has a new costume. You know, it actually looks like a costume that they made for her. Like, to use and, like, to be a mutant. You know, so that was pretty cool. Um... And uh, you know, I thought I thought it, I thought it was okay. I agree. I didn't like that. They, she was like, "I have to show you something. Come on, come on." And then I'm like, "Okay, so what are they?" Gonna, and then that's it. I'm like, "Dag, what?" Yeah. You know, so I I didn't like that. I feel like they could have, even if that's how they want to end it, they could have had her say something else. Yeah. Like we need you to save the world or something. Yeah, yeah just something, something. You know, like something no, that, descriptive. That, that just seems like poor, right? Just. I need to show you something. I need to show you something. Like, like that. Like, somebody write that script and say like, <laughs> this, "This is gonna be a great ending." I need to show you something. Yeah, so she should she should have said something else. Because and if I'm if I'm them, I'm gonna be like, show me what. Yeah. Show me what. <laughs> Why would I'm you? Not, I'm not walking to a random portal because you gotta show me something. <laughs> I, like, How am I gonna get back? <laughs> you know, like, I have way, I have way more questions. Yeah. Like, All right, let's go through. Yeah, so, but that's pretty crazy, though. So, it looks like she has some kind of, maybe even, like, she can jump through time or jump through dimensions. I don't know. Right. Because uh, how does she even survive? Like, there's so many questions with that. So, I'm I'm pretty excited to see. I mean, hopefully we get to see. Hopefully the show gets renewed uh, for another season so we can find out what's going on there. Um, so, lastly, um, we want to review the episode of Doom Patrol. So, we got um, the episode is called Puppet Patrol. Seems like every episode is going to be something patrol. Last week we had Donkey Patrol. This week we got Puppet Patrol. This week we got a puppet show, uh, which was pretty fun and creepy. But <laughs> I thought it was creepy, but it was also kind of fun to actually see a, a puppet show on a show like this. Um, uh, but so they they went to Panama. Um, you know they tried to track down the chief because uh, they found out that he was actually in Panama. 
or was wait no it wasn't Panama. Why am I saying Panama? It's Paraguay, right? Yeah, it was Paraguay. yeah. He went to <laughs> went to Paraguay, um, not to get these Central American countries confused. Uh, but he went to Paraguay, or or is that well, is that Central Uruguay? America or is that was it Uruguay or was it Paraguay? Yeah, <laughs> or, or or is Paraguay? Or is it South America? I'm not. I, is it South America or Central America? I feel like I'm being like so like ignorant um, with geography right now. <laughs> Paraguay, that Paraguay is that is that's, is... that's South America. Latin America, it's always like, Latin America. Yeah, Latin America. That works. I believe it's. I believe it's Central America. Okay, but I feel like I feel like Uruguay is South America. Yeah, Uruguay is definitely South America. But uh, so we went to Paraguay, and because that is where um, the chief the chief was there apparently when when Mister no, when Mister Nobody was created. Um and uh, uh which was revealed in the puppet show, which is crazy. Um. So the team gets split up. Cyborg ends up being stuck with Rita in a hotel, while uh, uh, Robot Man, um, uh, what's the name? Negative Man is it? Uh, who is it? Um, uh, Mr. Negative. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, Negative, no, yeah, man. negative man. man. And yeah, Spider Man. Uh, uh, Robot Man, Negative Man, and um, uh, Crazy Jane uh, end up going to Paraguay. Paraguay is in uh, South America. It's in South America. It's right next to, like Argentina. Okay. All right. Yeah. So what? So I was. So I was bugging out. <laughs> Central America. Um. So, uh, so they end up going there and finding this place. Uh, with this weird guy that wants a million powers. This yeah. weird little man that <laughs> just wants all these random superpowers. This is a really bizarre show. Yeah. A lot of the times, but it's very very funny. Um. So they end up just getting on a random bus that brings them to this place. All these people that are dressed in, and what looks like olden, olden timesy, like I guess German, like German or like Eastern European clothing. Um, you know, uh, apparently they were all connected to this old, that old uh, Nazi like scientist. Yeah, fake Armenzola. Yeah, fake which is I don't remember his name, but I'm just gonna call him fake Armenzola because that's what he, <laughs> that's what that's who he is. Um, he was keeping himself alive by having some, some, I guess one of the extensions of his personality, like, like turn this crank that's keeping him alive somehow. I don't know what it's doing. He has these wires sticking out of his head. It's a crazy setup. Um, and for whatever reason, he has this puppet show going on so that people come in and get powers and they pay, give him money, which I don't know how he spends the money. It's all just very bizarre. It's a really, really bizarre situation. Uh, but in this episode, along with that storyline, which was fun and really wacky, we get a lot of backstory with uh, Larry Trainer uh, or uh, Negative Man. Um, and we get a lot. So we get a lot of backstory with him. Very sad story. You know, you get a lot of a lot of touching moments, a lot of kind of sad moments, and just interesting stuff regarding who he is and how he became what he is. And, uh, you know, a lot of character building with regards to his storyline in particular. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I, li- I like the flashbacks and stuff that we got from him. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, like you said, they gave a lot of a lot of backstory. And they've been doing that each episode, kind of giving, like, you know, first we got uh, Cliff's backstory a little bit. Right. You know, then we kind of got Cyborg's backstory. Right. Now we're getting some of the... Whatchamacallit, Rita's backstory, which I think we'll probably get more on that later, but got some of hers, and now we're, we're getting 
we kind of we already seen what happened to Mister Neg- Negative Man, <laughs> but uh, now we're getting more. We kind of got like the aftermath of what happened, and uh, that was a sad story. Certainly, um, I, I feel like one thing that I liked in this episode one, I thought the 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 banter that all season though between Cyborg and Robot Man has been excellent. Uh, you know, yeah. this episode particularly, you know. Yeah, all these Justice League jabs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good job, Aquaman. <laughs> um, Aquaman would lose his car keys. Uh, <laughs> Talk about Batman. Yeah, exactly. Great, great team lead. Great, great leading the team, Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Justice League 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh. Yeah, I mean Brandon Fraser's been excellent as Robot. Oh yeah, he's been he's he's been excellent. Yeah, he's one of the stars. <laughs> His voice acting's been excellent. Um, yeah, his cast is excellent. They've all done a great job, really. Um, this it's still kind of moving at a slower pace, but it's fifteen episodes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, if it was moving fast, I'd be like, man, where are they even going? Yeah. So they kind of have the luxury of going slower, whereas Titans kind of felt like oh, a lot's happening. You know, yeah. like random stuff happening, but stuff's happening. Yeah. Um, and Titan was condensed, so. I mean, it makes sense, but I mean, I feel like this show is uh, it's moving in the right direction. Um, I thought the story was good. Uh, you know, I think the, I, I'm starting to warm up to the, the, the Crazy Jane character. Mm-hmm. You know, there was less, like, a million personalities in this episode. Right. Which was refreshing because, like I said, like it can get confusing where she's when she's like nine, ten characters in an episode. Yeah, I'm like, who is like they're all kind of the same. They're all different. Like who is she? Like, <laughs> names. I'm like, I don't know who these characters are. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought this was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I thought it was decent. I'm very, very much looking forward to the next one. I think Gotham um, was the best show this week of the, these three we watched. Oh, really? But uh, hmm. which I mean isn't really great for the gifted. So I was saying, <laughs> Gifted, uh, gifted might have been the worst. They were all. I think all three of them were pretty good. Hmm. I don't think any of them were like spectacular. Though Gotham had, I mean, Gotham's as good as it's ever gonna really be. But uh, yeah, I thought they were all very, very, very solid. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good place to wrap the show. I mean, we got a lot. So we had a lot of cool news stories this week. We had some cool show recaps next week. We'll probably jump back with the CW shows because they'll be back. They were on hiatus this week. Um, so next week we'll, we'll have some reviews for that. Maybe we'll get back into Black Lightning. We haven't reviewed Black Lightning in a while. Um, so we should be able to talk about that. Uh, EJ will be back next week. Um, so he will be returning as our, our regular host. So you have that to look forward to. Maybe he maybe he'll even feel the need to pitch in on some of these stories. I mean, maybe give his input. Who knows? Uh, but we will find out next week. Uh, so that'll do it for this episode. Follow us on all of our social medias. Search New Generation Podcast Network on everything <laughs> uh, that's new with an NU. And you should find us New Generation Podcast Network, New Generation Media. Um, search e- uh, EJ, uh, I think it is EJ underscore Stewart for Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe it's EJ underscore Stewart for Twitter. Um, follow me on Snapchat and Instagram at MCSham22. Uh, uh, but that'll do it for this episode. Uh, so I'm Shamari, uh, with Kendall and we will see you guys next week. Peace.